0: You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 280 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. A new year, a new episode. Most people felt last year, 2020, was a disaster due to the corona hysteria. But I'm not going to dwell on that too much. Uh, Personally, I had a great year. The trick is to not follow the news. Uh, The news is a fucking disease. It will never bring you any peace of mind. You know, my second daughter was born last year. So it was the highlight of the year, no doubt. Uh, Maybe not for my wife. But if you feel you had a troubled year, maybe I can give you some perspective. Terry Wirtz is a retired astronaut and colonel in the United States Air Force. On episode 1577 of the Joe Rogan experience, he said
1: the following. There's so many planets out there. When you turn the lights off in the cupola on the space station and you let your eyes adjust, just like the stars are bright, you know, deep at night and deep in the heart of Texas, um there's so many billions of stars. Like it makes, it makes what you see from earth. It dwarfs in comparison. There's so many billions of stars and we have these planet hunters that find planets around stars. So there's, there's a lot of planets out there. You'd think there would be life. If there's a, if there's life once there should be life a billion times. But the other thing, Joe, I got to do a lot of experiments on my body. I did like ultrasound on my brain and my eye and my heart and, and stuff on mice and plants and, uh, I just don't think life just happens on its own. It's so complicated. Like if you we got this bottle of water here, if you had a pile of plastic for a billion years, it would never make a bottle of water. Like somebody had to make the water, right? So, I, and life is infinitely more complicated than a bottle of water. So in my, I came out of my space flight thinking from not religiously, but from a scientific point of view, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist.
0: I had a similar experience doing ayahuasca ceremonies in the Amazon. I came in as a hardcore atheist and came out a reformed man bowing to the divine mystery of the universe and beyond. Kind of puts perspective on any problem we have down here on earth in our very brief and limited life. At least uh, that's one way to look at it. I don't normally play Joe Rogan clips, I mean he has got enough listeners as it is. But last year I did save a few snippets that I thought were good, so I'm going to share a couple more. Because why the hell not? You see, last year was all about the virus, but very little about the scheming and fuckery that was going on in terms of human rights, privacy and legislation. There was the film The Social Dilemma, but other than that, not much. Which is a shame, because there is a takeover of our human rights happening right under our noses. And we should at least be aware. Last year, the great and wise Edward Snowden appeared on the Joe Rogan podcast in episode 1536. I suggest you check out the complete episode, because Snowden has a lot of great things to say. But I've taken the time to cut out the best five minutes, in my opinion, and I will play that to you all now. And what you will hear in the beginning of this recording is the first ever recruitment advert for the newly established United States Space Force. I can't help to feel that even though their personnel is going to be called the Guardians, that the real name should be the Prison Guardians. Well, listen to Snowden and make up your own mind.
2: Today, space is essential not only to our way of life, it's absolutely critical to the modern way of war. GPS, ATMs, cell phones, gas pumps, traffic lights, power grids, guided missiles, surveillance, RPAs, ground combat control. There's no such thing as a day without space operations. You just don't see them. Earth is only half the battle. Cyberatta jamming of our satellites. Microsatellites that can create a debris field at 17,000 miles an hour. Like right now, uh, Google and Facebook, they do a great job keeping other people from spying on your communications. But if Google wants to rifle through your inbox, right? if Facebook wants to go through all your direct messages, uh, and give that to the federal government like you tap one button and boom they've got all of it It happens every single day uh mm-hmm. well companies like facebook have recently realized this is a real problem for them uh because first off they get all these censorship demands um that you've seen uh where like there's deplatforming requests and it, it happens in one country right like if the u.s a uh, government is allowed to decide what can and can't be said by this person on this platform. Uh, or uh, the U.S. goes, look, we got a court warrant. Uh, they said, uh, or a judge said, we think this person's a criminal. We want you to hand over everything you have on this person. And they do it, right? Facebook does this. Well, guess who's next, right? The Russian government shows up at the door the next day. The Chinese government shows up at the door the next day. Uh, and if these companies don't play ball, uh, they get shut down in that country. They can no longer no longer operate. And so the idea that a lot of them have, uh, that they've considered, and this has actually become a, a bigger thing in the COVID uh, crisis, where we start talking about like contact tracing, and these companies want to know where everybody is at all the time, so they can hand this over to medical authorities or whatever. There's this idea called end-to-end encryption. Um, which uh, what it means is that when you send a message, you know, when Billy sends a message to Bobby, Billy and Bobby both have the keys to unlock that message. And it could be sent through Facebook. It could be sent through Google. It could be posted, you know, on a bulletin board in the town square. But without that key, which the people who run the bulletin board, right, the, the people who own the bulletin board, Google, Facebook, they don't have that key. Only the phones at the end, the laptops at the end, the people who own those, they're the only people who have the key. So if somebody comes to Facebook and says, We want to see that information, uh, Facebook hands over the encrypted message, right? And Facebook goes, Well, here you go. Here's our copy, but we can't read it. You can't either. Now you've got to actually do some work on the government side and go get that key yourself. And then you can read it, right? But we can't read it. Uh, Congress is trying to stop the basically proliferation of that basic end-to-end encryption technology and they're calling it like the child online predator act or something like that Mm. Uh, where they say it's all about protecting uh, the posting of like child exploitation material and really really horrible stuff but that's not actually what the law is about The law is about making it easier for spies and law enforcement to reach deeper and deeper into your life with a simple warrant stamped by any court. Uh, People in power, commercially or governmentally, they know everything about us, and we know nothing about them, everything about us, and we know nothing about them. Yeah, I I think a lot of it comes down to people forgetting uh, what principles are. You can hate Julian Assange. You can think Julian Assange is a puppet of Russia. You can think he's the worst person on earth, right? He's a reincarnation of Hitler or Stalin or whatever. And still realize that convicting him harms you. It harms your society. It harms your children's future. People forget about this in today's world where everything's become partisan, but the ACLU cut their teeth. They, they uh, made their reputation on defending a Nazi march through a Jewish neighborhood. Uh, and this is because it's about uh, the right to assembly, the right to freedom of speech. You do not have a right to be free from offense, right? There is no uh, constitutional right to a safe space. But that doesn't mean you do nothing, that doesn't mean you have no opinion, that doesn't mean you have no political power. What it does mean is that you have to recognize that everyone has the right to their own opinion, even terrible opinions. Uh, What we have to protect is the speech, is the platform, is the assembly, is the association, is the process that allows us to understand and recognize and identify when people did break the law, when they did harm others, to go to a fair trial where the jury can consider why they did what they did, what they did, and not just whether it was legal or illegal, but whether it was moral or immoral, whether it was right or whether it was wrong, and whether they are the lowest person, you know, the the most ordinary citizen in the country, or the highest elected official hold them to the same standard of behavior, the same rule of law. Whereas today, you know, we call them uh, public officials and and private citizens but with the all of the surveillance all of the data collection uh people in power commercially or governmentally they know everything about us and we know nothing about them Uh, we break the smallest law we go to jail we get a fine we get screwed we can't get a job we can't get a loan uh but if they you know flagrantly abuse their office their authority uh they get a pass, they go on the speaker's circuit, you know, it's, uh, it's all uh, sunshine and rainbows for them. Uh, and the way we change these things is remembering our principles and being willing to stand and defend them. Uh, people in power, commercially or governmentally, they know everything about us. And we know nothing about them. And we know nothing about them.
0: If you are an American, I suggest you Google EARN IT ACT of 2020. What fucking nerve they have to attach basically a law against end-to-end encryption with a law to stop pedophiles. It will force everyone that wants to protect our human rights to oppose a bill that stops pedophiles. Someone should be hanged for such country. I don't get how they can attach something else to a bill like that. Well, I don't live in America, but that's irrelevant. The United States controls Europe directly and indirectly, and whatever transpires in Washington eventually trickles down where I live. So it is as important to me as it is to Americans. The EARN IT Act was submitted by a real scumbag of a human. A dude called Lindsey Graham, and ironically, he looks like a fucking pedophile. Looking at his CV... Here are some of the views he's backed in the past. Limit freedom of speech. Sanctions against countries that protect Edward Snowden. Allow internet service providers to sell their customers browser history without their permission. Less background checks on buying guns. Voted against the Affordable Healthcare Act. Anti-abortion opposing gay marriage. This guy is a fucking gargantuan fucktard. I wouldn't call him an oppressor though. You see, we, we got to stop thinking of the 1% as evil or as the enemy. As soon as we create groups, we lose. As soon as we become us and them, we're screwed. But this Lindsey Graham guy, he needs to be stopped. And if we don't stop him, at least we need to stop the Earn It Act of 2020 because that, that's trash. That should just go into trash. I want to play a short clip from episode 1139 of the Joe Rogan Experience. Let's continue the trend uh, where Jordan Peterson talks about the oppressor or the enemy or the 1%. Let's listen.
3: What, what seems to happen is as soon as you decide that the hierarchy is unfair because there are oppressors and oppressed, then you can go after the oppressors with moral virtue. But the problem is, is that you, there's almost no limit to the number of ways that you can categorize someone as an oppressor. the the category just starts to expand. Like, the communists killed all the socialists. They killed all the religious people. They killed most of the students. They killed all the productive farmers. And they killed the productive farmers because they owned land, you know, and maybe a little house and a few cows, you know. I mean, to be a successful farmer in Russia at at the turn of the 20th century didn't mean you were rich, right? It just meant you weren't starving. It's like they killed all those people because they were oppressors, because they had more than someone else. Well, let's say we rally against the 1%. You know, and, and those would be the money owners, let's say. It's like, okay, who's in that group? Well, everybody in North America is in that group.
4: Worldwide, yeah.
3: Well, but who, who but sets you, the parameters, right? right? Well,
4: it's it's like, $34,000 $34, a year sets you in the 1% worldwide.
3: Right, right. So so does that make all of us oppressors? Ba-
4: basically, everybody who lives above poverty in America is in the 1% of the world.
3: Right, right. And also by historical standards. Yeah. And so the problem is, the problem with the oppressor-oppressed narrative is that you can multiply the oppressors endlessly.
0: I live in a very rich part of the world. Whilst living here, where I am, I might not be rich but if i would move anywhere else in the world and somehow bring my income with me then i would belong to the you know the 1% or the 10% at least in the whole world but where i currently am living that kind of wealth is not really rich because it's all relative you know what i spend on buying milk in one week where i live now would probably feed the whole family for a few months in india Still, it makes you think. So maybe I shouldn't care that much. It doesn't matter how many fucks I use. These fuckers are going to continue their greedy journey towards power over others. And I wish everyone would just stop feeling safe and cozy. And rise up and have a proper fucking revolution. In the last two episodes I've been swearing a lot. And I stumbled across this uh, speech by Rowan Atkinson. You know, the guy who plays Mr. Bean. Listen to this
4: the best way to increase society's resistance to insulting or offensive speech is to allow a lot more of it. As with childhood diseases, you can better resist those germs to which you have been exposed. We need to build our immunity to taking offence so that we can deal with the issues that perfectly justified criticism can raise. Our priority should be to deal with the message, not the messenger, if we want a robust society we need more robust dialogue and that must include the right to insult or to offend
0: so yeah maybe we should be more offensive maybe we should swear more because you know what I don't trust somebody who doesn't swear there's something cunty about a person who doesn't swear you know wouldn't it be great if you had a President of the United States Who said At the end of his speech And God Fucking bless America You know Maybe I vote for that guy (laughs) Here's Thomas Benjamin Wilde Esquire With the song I've no more Fucks to give Please subscribe to my YouTube channel Just search Natural Born Alchemist Channel on YouTube and you'll Easily find it till next time Freedom is in the mind.
4: I tried, 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 and I tried even more. I cried, 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 and I can't recall what for. I pressed, I pushed, I yelled, and begged in hopes of some success. But the inevitable fact is that it never will impress. I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have runneth dry I've tried to go fuck shopping but there's no fucks left to buy I've no more fucks to give, the more fucks I've tried to get I'm over my fuck budget and I'm now in fucking debt I strive, strive, strive to get One. I've smiled, I've charmed, I would've laughed the last to no avail I'd run round like a moron to unequivocally fail I've no more fucks to give, my fuck fuse has just blown I've been hunting for my fucks all day but they've up and fucked off home I've no more fucks to give, my fuck rations are depleted I've rallied my fuck army but it's been fucking defeated To realise that I don't give a fuck at all. I've no more fucks to give. My fucks have flown away. My fucks are now so fucked off they refuse to fucking stay. I've no more fucks to give. My fucks have gone insane. They come back round and pass me while they're fucking off again. I've no to you, my fucks have all dissolved. I've had many projects, but my fucks won't be involved. I've no what fucks to give, my